welcome to Black Armada Tales, an actual play podcast. My name is Josh Fox, my pronouns are he and him, and I don't have a character, but I'm the GM of this game, which is Last Fleet, and I have some players with me here, the first of whom is at the top of the alphabet. My name's Becky Anderson, I will be playing Lieutenant Emily Loris, also known as Hellcat, that's the Ares playbook, and our pronouns are she and her, nailed it, boom. Oh, you've thrown me with your nailing it. Ed Tomlinson, I'll be playing Dr. Tobias Roy, the Scorpio playbook, and our pronouns are he and him. Zero jokiness. Hey everyone, I'm Nick Bate. I'm playing the saddest man, Captain (laughs) Sam Buckley, uh, Captain of the Hecate. He is the Taurus playbook and we share he, him pronouns. And I'm Sue Elliott. I'll be playing Sonia Vega, the Gemini playbook, and our pronouns are she, her. Boom. Right. That's a good session. <laughs> yeah, nice. Nice one, everyone. See you next week. Right. So, Loris, midnight. Yeah, I'm going to get there 10 minutes before because I want to be the first person in there. Sam will arrive at midnight on the nose. There's probably still evidence of the fighter pilots party in the you know they cracked a keg in the hangar deck yeah probably that's probably still there (laughs) yeah and i don't think sam really knows what to expect here so i think he'll is the shuttle open yeah so you can get in no but what what, i guess i'm thinking like i'm thinking about shuttles in star trek with those big open back doors so that when the doors open it's it's effectively it's, it's, it's not an enclosed space are they like that, or am I coming through a door? I was imagining the exact same thing. I think of it more like a raptor with like a door that kind of comes up like a DeLorean. Yep. That's what they do in the raptors, isn't it? Yep. So that, but that door is wide open. Yeah. All right, Sam will step in, I think. Where are you? In the, what does he see when he steps in? Oh, I can't help myself. I am <laughs> casually sitting in the pilot's seat with my feet up on the console. Because I can't help that. Yeah. Okay. So I think Sam will say, I hope you don't fly it like that, Hellcat. Could if I wanted to. And then I will, with the back of my heel, I will press the button to shut the door. Smooth. Okay. That, I think Sam's a little surprised by that. And so he steps into the shuttle and says, you wanted to talk to me? I have been thinking all day since the mission. Well, all night, I suppose. I have been in a lot of situations where I have decided to go off and do my own thing. And I know what that feels like when you're in the middle of a situation and you just decide, you know what, I'm just going to, I know what I'm doing here, I'm just going to go and do it. And there's a kind of a sense of just the world tilting and shifting around you. And usually I come back and I get put in the brig and, you know, that's fair enough, I guess. I have never felt like that when I've been on the mission that you have sent me on. What the fuck was that out there? I think Buckley looks at you for a long moment and then he looks down and he says, we needed that fuel and, and the longer we waited, the higher the chance it would slip away from us. But I think Hellcat knows him well enough to, to be able to tell straight away that that's a justification. Well, I will say that. That's bullshit. We should have waited for the Agamemnon which would have taken all of, like, ten minutes. You could have convinced her to follow us in easily. Because we did need that fuel. 
And when was the last time you gave a civilian a ship and sent them off on their own into the middle of a combat situation? Or even the first time? Ah. So Buckley arcs up a bit at that and says, now hang on a second. Roy insisted that he take that ship. You take orders from Roy now. I, I do not take orders from Roy. He's our expert here. He came onto my bridge and he told me that he... That he what? I think Sam Sam can't actually remember what what Roy said when he came onto the bridge and asked for that ship. And he probably looks momentarily confused about that. And then shakes his head and, and says, look, it doesn't matter. He's our Korax expert on board this ship. And he was protected en route to the Alexander, which was what he told me he was going to do. If he's going to fly off piste, then that's not my problem. I could have just let him go. Instead, I sent my best pilot after him, and she brought him back. He shouldn't have been out there in the first place. Nobody should have been out there without the Agamemnon's backup in the first place. We did just fine before the Agamemnon turned up, Hellcat. Really? Yes, really. We're all still here. No, we're not. Are we? I know that you know we're not all still here, and I know we're not all still here because I've talked talked to the Marine captain. Yeah, that hits home. And so I think Sam, he takes a step back and sort of slumps into one of the jump seats in the shuttle. And I think he looks at his hands and quieter, he says, every time there's risk, Hellcat, you know that. And it's always the Marines who cop it first. I'm not proud of that. Look, I don't know what happened in there. I don't... And he's looking at his hands again, I think. And he says, we needed that fuel. And he just kind of trails off there, I think. Every bone in my body is screaming that I should be in the brig right now because I was on a mission that went wrong, that wasn't right, that was tilting. And I don't understand why everybody's got medals. You're right, we needed that fuel. But a Captain Buckley mission should have been much better than that, much slicker. Much more redundancies. Much better planned. The only time I've ever been scrambled like that to get in a fighter and get out there is when the Koraks were on our tail. Not when we were just jumping in to capture some fuel. Sam doesn't look up. And he just says quietly, One of my bridge officers, Anson Coulon, he saw you coming out of Roy's quarters. And I heard them talk about it on the bridge. And I think Sam looks up and looks at Hellcat in that moment. And he says, and I just had to do something. Do you know why I was in Roy's courses? Yeah, he looks down again. No, I don't. Because I don't have the luxury of being in yours. I think Sam says, he's looking at Hellcat again. And I think he says... I, I don't know how to come back from this. Come back from the mission? It's all tangled up together now. And I made a bad choice. And I made a bad choice that got people killed because of us. Isn't the whole point of the chain of command and the reason we can't be together because it will affect your decision making and mine? It doesn't seem to be working that way, does it? No, it really doesn't. So I don't know how to move 
past this. Invite me back to your quarters, Sam. Sam looks at Hellcat for a long time, I think. And then he stands up and he holds out his hand and he says, Emily Loris, are you free tonight? Yeah, I just happen to be free tonight, Sam Barkley. I don't necessarily want to bring mechanics into this, but I feel like we're both reaching out like crazy. <laughs> I can't believe he just spoiled that moment. Oh, didn't I? Oh, oh ruins. <laughs> no, no. Never missed a chance to get some XP, that's why I say. Is that what they're calling it? <laughs> yeah. I think there's a cut there. Do, am I right? Yeah. Like, let's not jeopardise what they might just be about to do with a bad dice roll, Nick. Oh my god, you roll a six. Oh no. You open do, the doors do of the it, shuttle. Nick. Don't do and it. There's a Korak standing outside. Yeah, I can't even I, I can't even spend pressure on the leeching out well. Yeah, neither can I. <laughs> oh come on, that's the fun part. If I can't do it on raw, then I'll fail it. Wreck it. Wreck it. Wreck it. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. This will be the first time officially I have used one of my playbook moves. Oh my god, you got a playbook mood for this? What the heck? I'm in love with Hellcat. And so I've got plus one ongoing on all moves. Targeting. Oh, I didn't realise that. So Yeah, but I might fuck this up. Yeah, well well <laughs> let... <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Are we doing this? Reaching out. Yeah, I mean we're doing it, but well, I think we're gonna have to you said that we're making the move now and Josh is with a stick look at that. Yeah, yeah. Unless you want to take back that entire scene and just not do any of the things that you did that were clearly triggering You know what? Let's just do it then. Because I feel that appropriately in this moment, what will happen is not that it is basically we'll just get attacked by some Korax. Are we going to get cock-blocked by Korax? (laughs) It's a tale as old as time. (laughs) We are rolling with... We are rolling with... It's warm, isn't it? Okay. Somebody blow on my dice. Oh, definitely me. (sighs) And you better hope that I'm rolling better than I did for the last two sessions. Oh, I'm hoping like you would not believe. I rolled a seven. I rolled a seven. I rolled a seven too. Straight seven. (laughs) (laughs) Living on the edge. It was the move that got me over the... I rolled a six. And then you've got your... Well, that seems appropriate. It does seem appropriate, yes. Right, so anyway, you did all all the bits and bobs. So we... we both increase... Okay, so this, this is not too bad. We increase our relationship and one of us gets to remove pressure. Well, except we both well, rolled. Since you, you both did it, I don't think you I don't think you could increase your relationship twice from one encounter. That just seems bizarre to me. I can remove a pressure, though. And is that an XP move? It is an XP. It yep. is, yeah. I filled my XP track up. Oh, my God. <gasps> Which also feels appropriate. So, we'll both take a pressure off, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will take a pressure. <laughs> Fuck that chain of command. So, like, I don't want to get too much into the detail of of all this, right? But I do think that your quarters aren't right next to the shuttle. So, I'm just curious. Oh, I'm curious I, if we're going to you... make it to your quarters, to be honest, Captain Buckley. I suspect not. Ah, uh, you think maybe we're not going to make it past the shuttle? No, I don't think we'll make it past the shuttle. Yeah, I think that might be right, actually. Aren't you going to just press the shuttle doors with your boot? Oh, you already did, didn't you? So you're all shut in anyway. I already did that. They're already closed. Yeah, they're already closed. Because, yeah, so I held out a hand. And I guess, does Hellcat take the hand that I've held out? Or do you just blow past it? No, I think she, I don't think she'll blow past the hand. Because you've yeah. offered it, and she yeah. will take it. Yeah, okay. Because I think that moment is probably the moment when all of the pent-up, pent-uppedness explodes. 
I very much yeah. think so. I think we should probably drop a veil over this, Josh. We should drop a veil over it. But? Just in case anything should happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, no, I see what you're saying. Will you be leaving separately from the shuttle? I think we need to find out what might happen, because right now I'm in the shuttle, which means that I'm going to start getting bonuses to things that I roll on, because I'm a pilot. <laughs> so let's just... No, it's only in a combat-ready vessel. I don't think this shuttle is a combat-ready no. vessel. Every vessel is a combat-ready vessel when I'm in it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I think there's actually two questions here. One of them is, does anybody know I'm here? Should shit kick off? Well, I think a voice would come over the intercom saying, you know, Captain Buckley to the bridge, Captain! <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. I don't know what exactly comes next, but I think we've moved past furtive. You mean in terms of everybody else? Yeah. What what I mean is I don't think I'm... It doesn't feel to me like Buckley's going to scurry away. What about Hellcat? Um, no, I don't think Hellcat will. I think that in order to make sure we don't both end up in the brig, we probably should be fairly circumspect. By which I mean I'm not going to come up to the bridge and give you a kiss goodbye. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I'm not thinking any any further past leaving the shuttle. Oh, fine. No. Yeah. Does that answer your question, Josh? Yes, I think so. Yeah. I, I feel like if this were a TV show, we would see something of the aftermath of this. Like if if it's cuddling in the shuttle afterwards and having a heartfelt conversation about what does this mean? Or is it two people leaving slightly awkwardly? If this was a TV show, we'd see a steamed up shuttle window and my hand slapping into it really Damn it, that's hard. exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> that is definitely right. I yeah. just mean, like, there would either somebody's going to wake up afterwards and find that they're alone in the shuttle. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I'm just trying to trying to get to the bottom of. Is, is this? And it sounds like the answer is nobody's abandoning the other one to get back to covering up their involvement. No. No. Yeah, cool. Okay, that's... I don't know that, that we're necessarily in a heartfelt conversation kind of place. No, I don't think the next morning. That, but but we're not in a. It's not. I don't think it's awkward. I think it's bold of you to assume we're going to make it to the next morning. Without yeah, well, I think that's fair. Out to yeah. deal with Doctor Roy's latest adventure. But... <laughs> yeah, I've got this completely under control. It's fine. I've got lots of plans. Should we cut that scene then and move to the drive room where the drive plates have not been properly sealed? Yeah, we've just gone, phew, that was a close one. Let's go and have a cup yeah. of tea. Everything's sorted out here. <laughs> Collect our medals yeah. and I'll be on our way. So I think, Sonia, you had a... I have an opportunity yes, exactly. to give. Mechanical opportunity. Just to, to recap, you had gone down to the drive room following reports of some strange readings and <laughs> found the same sort of cobwebby, cocoony stuff in the middle of the spinning mechanism of the drive, and then you heard the the bulkheads come down behind you, sealing you into the drive room. But, what is the opportunity you wish to create, Sonia, with your assist? Mm, I've considered a few options, so feedback is welcome. I was thinking, potentially, there is an emergency pistol with a limited number of shots in it. Bit risky for the jump drive room. 
What could go wrong? Or possibly a service tunnel that has, for some reason, not locked down like the other service tunnels have. Do either of those... Do we have any idea are the, are the Korax vulnerable to, like, cold or heat or anything like that that we know of? I mean, so far what we've seen is they seem to like heat because they keep putting their cocoons in the warm parts of the ship. Maybe cold. Usually the way the ships, the, the fleet tends to deal with them is by shooting them and blowing them up. Blowing them up works quite well. Shooting them, right. less reliable, like just ordinary bullets do dam- seem to damage them, but not always as much as you would hope. I think if you were assisting a investigation, sorry, a, a seek-out role, it is more logical to me that you would have called up some schematics of the area you were going into and got some information about a crawlway or something mm. than it is that you would have got a pistol, because that, that doesn't feel like it's related to the action to me. Mm. Okay, yeah, that's cool. That sounds good to me. Cool. Okay, just another minor admin point. I believe I am close enough to touch the Korax at this point. I believe you are. Right. Well, we don't know at this point why why the bulkheads have come down, whether it's crew, you know, whether it that's been done by the crew or the Korax, or it's a malfunction, or... You don't know why, that's right. Yeah, okay. Could be, could be a stitch-up, couldn't it? Could be anything. Could be anything or anyone. What do you do when the bulkheads come down? I mean, we know what Dr. Roy does. He he sticks his tongue out and licks the... Uh... <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Big old smooch for the Corax. Sonia goes up to the door, I think, and tries to see if there's any sort of mechanical way to open it. Not in a panicky way at first, just like, oh, the oh, we're shut in. And yeah, it's sort of making a horrible, you know, she's pressing the pressing the button and it's just making kind of no, no kind of noise at her. The red light instead of a green light. Face. <laughs> LED face on it. I'm going to pause for a moment whilst there's possibly a close-up of my face, probably with a slightly sickening green hue, which means that I'm evil. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with some sweat dripping down the, my brow. Is there just a band of light like across your eyes yeah. and everything else is kind of in shadow? Yeah, we've just, just oh, sort of beads of sweat. a good move, isn't it? Like when your character looks a bit evil. <laughs> yeah. Roll, roll. Roll, roll on evil. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to, before I try and help Sonia with the door, I'm going to use my alien affinity first. Okay, cool. So you don't actually have to roll for that, do you? You just, it triggers and you tell us. When you get close enough to the enemy that you could reach out and touch them, say what you feel. So I, can I, do I have to pick from the, one of these four? I think so, but if you've got something which is sort of in the same ballpark, I'll... Well, I was going to think anger, actually. Okay, what were the options? Is love, lust, fear and... Revulsion. Revulsion, okay, well that, that comes, that's close enough to anger. To re- yeah. You learn something new about the enemy, ask the GM a question. You are calmed and bolstered, erase pressure until you have exactly two boxes marked. Okay, well, I'm like li- little book of calm right now, so I don't need that. The enemy tells you something about yourself, ask the GM what. So I'll, I'm going to ask you a question, is that right? Yes. What are they afraid of? Is that too big a question? Or does it need to be more 
because it was quite a big question last time. I don't want to miss the opportunity. Or I guess yeah, it's a, it's an emotional thing, isn't it? So either what are they afraid of, or what are they, what are they, what would what would what are they, can hurt them? I guess. Well, which one do you want? Okay, let's let's be very specific. How is this Corax infestation vulnerable at this very moment in time? Like, what would weaken their position in the in the drive room? Which is sort of what this particular cluster of Corax are are afraid of or concerned about, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. cool Rather cool. than the big scheme kind of question. So, I'm going to answer that, but by describing some stuff, and then I'll I'll just explain explicitly what it what it means. Mm-hmm. So I think as you, what do you actually do to show that you're contemplating this thing? Was it just looking at it? Yeah, but because I'm, I'm sort of angry, I sort of stepped forward, sort of pointedly at Corax. Yeah. Okay. So you do that, and do you say anything when you do that? I think I, just this is what's come to mind. I just say, I just say, how dare you, like that. Yeah. Okay. Good. And for a moment, there's just nothing, and you're like, "I'm wasting my time. I'm shouting at some cobwebs." And then a pair of eyes open. You can see them <laughs> through the sort of fuzz and and obscuring sheath of stuff that's there. And a sort of face moves to look at you, like you you see it. It's almost like this face is, it was lying prone and then turns round to look at you and it says help me help me dr roy and you recognize the voice is captain buckley's voice okay and he, his hand reaches out to you through the cobwebs this is this isn't as simple as i was hoping this is much more complicated you're gonna get your answer <laughs> i just I, I, nothing's ever simple Dr. Roy, you have to understand that. I step back from the hand and I say, you are not welcome here. You are an abomination. I saved you and now you are here infesting our ship. Behind the the figure, Captain Buckley, you can see a couple of other figures moving. They look less well-formed, but maybe it's just the fact that there's kind of crap between you and them that you can't see them properly but now that you're looking at Buckley's hand he kind of his hand is reaching out to to you in a sort of like he's reaching out for help the hand looks sort of unfinished Mm -hmm. like the face looks it's Buckley's face and it's 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 a human face there's no question about it there is a human being in there looking at you the hand doesn't look quite right it looks like it's not quite done yet mm-hmm. and what i'm going to tell you for, in answer to your question is physically these things are not quite baked yet right and as a result of that they are they're physically like not very tough they can be damaged relatively easy by like blunt force trauma they can be burned really easily okay Perfect. Yeah, I, I'm downright rejecting this. This is this is not in the agenda, and, and nobody goes off paste while I'm around, uh-huh. while I'm in charge. I'm going to 
Oh, yeah, I should bring back a Buckley. That could be interesting. I mean, that does cross my mind. But it does look like Buckley. <laughs> Briefly. It, it, um, it doesn't just look like Buckley. That is Buckley's face. Oh, my God. Is it like, so is it like body snatchers, like it's coming out of the goo, like it's a perfectly formed version of Buckley? You draw your own p- conclusions, obviously. But what it looks like is somebody has taken Captain Buckley and knocked him over the head and dragged him down here and wrapped him up in cobweb, tied him to the drive. Except for the fact that there's this weird hand that doesn't look quite right. That's that's it. like if you hadn't seen the hand, you would think, I am looking at Captain Buckley. Shit, somebody has 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 done something to him and put him down here. Okay. And, he's, and he says, Doctor Roy, you got to help me. You got to get me out of here. I turn to Sonia and say, Grab something heavy. That's not that's not Buckley, and we need to get out of here. I think Sonia had already turned round when you were sort of commanding the Corax. She's just she just looks horrified. But she, yeah, she looks around. I'm thinking fire extinguisher. I was thinking fire extinguisher too. There must be something. So you can bash them around the head and then hose them with cold stuff. Mm. I think Sonya's going to go maybe full berserker and just kind of smash up one of the chairs in here and grab the largest piece of metal that she can kind of extract from. From a seat. Wow. Yeah. I think Dr. Roy looks sort of terrified and impressed in equal measure. She's very stressed. Yeah. So you're at breaking point, right? So. Yeah, I need. I'm I'm just waiting for 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 my moment. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what it's going to be yet. Yeah, okay. Um... I'll grab a fire hydrant then. I mean, a fire fire hydrant. (laughs) Fire fire extinguisher. (laughs) There is another part. To the question, to the move. By the way, yes, you got another. You got to think. You want to ask something about yourself. Learn something about yourself. The, the enemy tells you something about yourself. Ask the GM what. So let's deal with that, and then let's let's go clobbering time on this. You're going to ask me what what you learn about yourself. Is that the the move, or do you get to ask a question? Yeah, you you just tell me what I learn about myself. Okay, that's my thought. Okay, so you're going to smash. Mm-hmm. Captain Buckley in the face with uh, with blunt metal. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Would you want to take Buckley and I'll take the other goopy figures or vice versa? Yeah, I'll take Buckley. Sweet. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to get to the other ones though? Because like they're kind of behind Buckley. This is quite a relatively cramped space. I know, maybe I haven't described it as well as I could have done. But well, okay. I suppose. Well, do I do I know about this escape route yet? Is the other question. So I don't know about that. No, you don't know about that. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna spray them from, from a distance with the fire extinguisher. Then, if it's cramped enough, I can get some cold on them to. Okay, sure. So I'll step out the way of the raging Vega, the frenzying, fre- frenzy Vega, and and try and just pull the thing and try and. So Vega, I think you need to roll to engage in battle because these things are not entirely helpless. Hmm. As you will find out if you roll badly. Am I am I assisting then in this? Would that make sense? I could choose to assist, right? You could certainly assist. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I rolled a seven. Not bad. Which is not bad. It does limit the utility of an assist. A seven. That's yeah. Yeah, it does. I've only got I've only got one with you anyway. How do we increase our bonds with each other? Relationships with each other. Reach out. I think there might be playbook moves too, but reach out is the main way. 
so I've reached out to you. So I should I gain one with you from last you time? You did. You did. Yeah, we've got two. I've got two. Okay, on, I actually. didn't. I didn't check mine up. So I think I take fire in the process, and must weather serious harm. If it's a little cramped space, then we're probably all quite close to each other. Oh, where's a serious harm? Let me just look at the where's a serious harm move. I want to know. It could be something terrible. I get splattered in Korax. That'd be really unfortunate. Oh, okay, perfect, perfect. Now that's that's great. That's lovely. Yeah. So I think as Buckley sees what you're about to do, and he says, "No, Sonia, don't. It's me. It's Buckley." Sonia hesitates for a second and then just <laughs> smiles and drives the metal, whatever it is, bludgeon, right into Buckley's face. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's, here's what happens. You drive this bit of kind of chair or whatever it is into Buckley and his face just sort of caves in like an egg. Or like a marshmallow that has been crisped up over a fire, like the crispy edge just sort of goes, and it's it's all soft and gooey on the inside. But his eyes are still open and looking at you, and his hand grabs onto your wrist, and little kind of threads of something start kind of shooting out of his hand and trying to weave themselves around your hand, right around your wrist, and and kind of engulf you. Thanks for listening to Black Armada Tales. We've been playing Last Fleet by me, Josh Fox. You can find information about Last Fleet and all the rest of our stuff in the show notes. If you like what we do, then we'd really appreciate it if you shared the podcast on social media or gave us a review, preferably a five-star one, as that really helps people to find the podcast. See you next time. Before we play, I should tell you about my snack fully box because I did promise to do that last night. Yay! I've got myself a snack fully box, which is like a box of different snacks, snacks. basically. Right. Yeah. It's pretty well named then. Um, it is, yeah. Well, that, that is, I think it's a brand that encompasses multiple different snack boxes. And I have got one, which is the pub snacks box because I wanted all savoury stuff. And all the other ones had like things like fruit. Leathers, leather, or yeah, that kind mm. of thing. And I was like, I don't, I don't really want that. So yeah, I've got like this mix of, I've got some love corn in it. Ooh, we love love corn. corn. Yep, again, <laughs> yet again. But yeah, it's got it's got loads of stuff in it. It's got it's got pork scratchings, and it's yes. got nuts, and it's got crisps, and it's got olives and pickles and mm, olives, pe- sort of pepperoni mm-hmm. sticks, and God knows what. So uh, yeah, I'm quite. I'm looking forward to a tiny defibrillator. <laughs> when I think of English pubs, I think of pork scratchings, not for any other reason than than television. Ah, see, when I think of English pubs, I think of one person going and getting the drinks and coming back with one packet of crisps, which they then open mm. out into a little mm. packet plate to share amongst the table. But then you'd have like one small packet of crisps yeah. between, and or maybe two if you're lucky. Or yeah. maybe two. And there's a particular way that you open up the packet so you like open it and unfold it so it, it forms like a mound on top of a silvery plate. Yeah, and then you sprinkle your dry peanuts on top of them so it's like a little fiesta <laughs> of 
the fri- fuck? Of crispy nut snacks. <laughs> Fiesta of allergy yeah. dumb. I mean, I should probably ask before I pour them all over the crisps, <laughs> shouldn't I? Now I think about it. Any allergies? Too late. If I think of pub snacks, I'm thinking scampi fries. Mm. Oh, God, I love scampi fries. I don't know so what much. that is. I know what scampi is. But... Oh, my God, Nick. What's your position on cheese moments? Don't know what those are. Inferior. So scampi fries are a sort of, they're a little orange pillow crisp that tastes of scampi-ish that has been liberally doused in lemon. Yeah. And that that all of these, it's a a crisp There are particular brands that come in very small bags, but with very, Mm. very, very intense flavours. So you've got tiny little, you know, like bacon rashers, the crisps. No. (laughs) <laughs> wow well, i don't even know where to start <laughs> they're actually called frazzles in case you're confused Nick. we're all going on holiday in october so we need to bring some frazzles and some cheese moments and some scampi fries i was starting with the frazzles because they have like a tiny even more intense version that they make but i don't know how you can explain that if you don't know what frazzle is so impact frazzles i feel like Maybe this is wrong. Maybe this was just the way I ate. But I feel like in Australia, you ate properly. You have crisps and crisps have flavors, and that's it. End of the story. Except for twisties. Twisties exist, and cheezels. No, they salt vinegar. Twisties, no. Are they like yeah, I think so. They're, they're che- I think so. They're cheesy flavored. Twisties are no. What are twiglets? Marmite flavored. Ooh, they wouldn't have those, would they? Well, no, but they could have Vegemite flavored ones, okay. but they don't. Ooh. There's a gap in the market there. Vegemite Twiglets. That is weird. Why don't you have anything? We've got. You must know this because you must have been inside a British supermarket. You've lived here for how many? Well, years? yeah, but when you get to that wall, it's just kind of like, like, like visual noise. You know, the crisps wall. <laughs> I saw somebody on Twitter saying crisps are in England. What noodles are? In certain Asian company countries, so like if you go to like Asian supermarkets, it's just like a yeah. wall yeah, yeah. of like yeah. ramen noodles in like mm-hmm. five million different flavors. And for us, that's what crisps are like. And they were right. I when went they out with a German girl who used to really love British crisps because they only had like paprika and cheese flavor or something. And then we come over here and it'd be like yeah. a million different flavors, varieties. British crisps are just national mm, pride. So good. I love crisps. <laughs> national pride prawn cocktail i was disappointed when um walkers got rid of their ketchup flavor crisps worcestershire sauce. and the worcestershire sauce ones because they were oh, so them. good i thought i'd be canceling mm. well i haven't seen them for ages but they are bringing back all the knickknacks so that's good oh that is good i used to love knickknacks you can still get nice and spicy knickknacks i buy them sometimes yeah, but they're bringing back. No, they're bringing back the the ribs one. Cheese, and I think there's rumour of the cheese one. Tanky cheese. Oh, <laughs> cheese. Sorry, did, cheese you, did you say the ribbed one? Yeah, the ribbed one. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> spice sauce, ribs that. and saucy, or something, isn't it? It's something like that. Rib for your pleasure and saucy. <laughs> Black rib nobbler. <laughs> 